I'm Wanda Means. Thank you for listening to One Blunt Woman. It is February 19th, and the other day was Valentine's. Did you have a good Valentine's, Kevin? I did. And did you, what'd you get your girlfriend? Um, I got her a flower arrangement. I'm sorry, fiance. Oh, right. Of course, you're getting married. You're getting married next month. Uh, yeah. March. I'm very happy for you. Three, wait, two weeks from Tuesday. Oh God, Three Kevin. weeks from today. I forgot. It's already. So you're finally gonna have sex? <laughs> yes. Finally losing my virginity. <laughs> oh, finally losing after what? 33 years. I'm very excited, but very nervous. Good for you. I'm so happy for I hope you. She'll be gentle. I want to means I'm the author of my book, The Shelf Life of a Secret. The author of my blog, Jesus Divorced and Over Forty. And you are listening to One Blunt Woman. You are crazy. And this is a shout out. To all those Highland Park girls who listen to my podcast. You know, I have a cult following at Highland Park, right? I, I, I believe you do. I, Emma, Lexi, L, Morgan, Molly, Lauren, Clara, Avery, Lila. Thank you. Shout oh, wow, out, yes. Gracie. Thanks, guys. Kate, all those girls, Lizzie, they all listen and they're all crazy and they probably don't tell their mothers, is my guess. These are the same girls that says, Wanda, can you tell us how to have an orgasm? Like, no, ask your mother. Uh, yes, I forgot about that. Uh, love those girls. A little strange. So I told you about one of the girls who came to me and said that she was assaulted by one of her cousins. I had talked about this. And you did? She felt so compelled to tell me because they were all reading my book. I, two of the girls are reading my book, The Shelf Life of a Secret. God, that's a shameless. That's a pretty heavy book for a... <laughs> that's a shameless plug, no. Uh, they're reading it for their language arts class, their English class. Can you believe that? Their teacher just looked at it and said, oh, okay. And said, this will work? You know what? They were told to pick a biography, and they picked mine. That's awesome. I'm I'm actually honored. Thanks, yeah, girls. that's pretty flattering. I know y'all are flattering. listening. I know you're in class, ditching class, just to listen to my podcast. No, they're not really doing that. So, um, Lexi, or one of the girls, Emma, oh God, I can't remember all their names. There's so many of them. One of the girls had told me uh, a few weeks ago that she was assaulted by a cousin, and um, like recently or when she was younger? When she was younger. Okay. And she didn't want to tell her mom. And God, it was just brutal because like I felt honored in a way that she- She came to you. That she came to me. And they were all reading my book and whatnot. And we all know it's about abuse. We don't all know. If you're just now listening, it's about, you know, surviving sexual abuse as a child and, you know, kicking ass later in life, even though you're still tormented, but whatever. Um, so she confronted her abuser. Because I told her, I said, this is not about you. You did nothing wrong. You know, these kids, they feel shame. I don't want to tell my mother. I'm going to ruin, it's going to ruin my family. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You, you've done nothing wrong. That's a bold move. Bold move. So she confronted, so this is all, she's telling me all this New Year's Eve. And so fast forward a few weeks, they were just at the lake house a couple Saturdays ago. And she says, well, I confronted him and the little fucktard, I'm calling him that. She did not call him that. <laughs> he uh, said, why are you bringing this up now? That was five years ago. Oh, my God. I figured Is for sure. Is that not sure. guilt? Does figured, that not scream guilt? I figured for sure he would have denied it. But of course that screams that guilt. That screams guilt. And then he goes. That's an admission of guilt. And, if ever, and if then, then the second admission of guilt was, oh, I was just playing. It was just fun. It was just funny. She's like, it's not funny to me. Yeah. I've been thinking about this for year, every single day. You know how many pedophiles have probably said that? So, How many times did Michael Jackson say it was just time? I told her next time you see him, just say I'm sorry. I'm sorry you have a small penis. Your poor wife. I feel sorry for what her. What did he do? Do you know? Do you have specifics on what exactly happened? Uh, you know, he kind of touched her down there, put his hand down there, that kind of thing. Like, well, he clearly remembers it. Yeah. Well, no, it was just funny. It was just fun for who? Listen. At the time, I think he was fifteen-ish. He's now in his. Uh, 
early 20s. Uh, old enough to know that that's fucking inappropriate. Old enough to know. You don't, and she at the time was like eight or nine. Old enough oh, at the yeah. time. Yeah, come on. I, I, I get... I get there's this whole doctor thing game amongst kids when they're if, if you're both five and you're exploring, okay. Yeah. I'm okay with that. You can't use that, uh, oh, lighten up, we were kids, defense. No, uh, but you can when you're, fi- when you're when, both five. If you're a little kid, yeah. Right, but you can't if you're both, if one is 16, 15, and the other's eight. Uh, yeah, agreed. Oh, it's just fun. No. So I got to tell you, I'm proud that you actually went and confronted him. I think that took tremendous courage. Super proud Me of that too. kid. Super proud. So, just got back from Colorado where I went to a hockey tournament with my son. And I, Kevin, I have to tell you the most embarrassing thing probably ever that's happened to me. And I know you make fun of me because you're like, why well, only this weird shit happens to you. It follows you around. It does follow me around. So, I, I wasn't feeling well at one of the games. So, I ran to the bathroom. Yeah. And I'm like... And I don't like to do anything in a bathroom other than pee because I think it's so disgusting. Me too. Other than at home. But if you're not feeling well and it just has to make a mess. It happens. Exodus. Mm-hmm. It does. So, okay. So I come out of the stall to wash my hands and you will never, ever guess what I saw when I walked out of that stall. Someone masturbating. I saw three urinals. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. Uh, I, for well, some uh, reason, I don't know why, but I had walked into the men's well, restroom. And I am repulsed a, by men. Maybe it's just a very progressive, gender-neutral bathroom. No! I walked <laughs> into the wrong bathroom. And I was so embarrassed. I saw two men standing there at the urinals, and I could not have run faster out of that bathroom. Did they see you? God, I hope not. <laughs> Didn't I have, make any eye contact. I have to tell you, Kevin, I have never, ever walked into a men's restroom on Purpose or accident. It takes a lot to embarrass you. sure enough, I had horrible sickness in there. I was like, God, what's (laughs) wrong with me? I tell Randy, and he's just like, oh, my God, only you want to. I'm like, this is. It's it's true. Like, I did not purposely go into the men's restroom. You do not embarrass easy. I, well, I was a little embarrassed. And this, I think I can tell by the tone of your voice that this was back, embarrassing. I, I know. Can you see the red in my face? <laughs> or that could be the tequila. You can talk about Polaris or truffle butter and <laughs> oh. shit. And it's not embarrassing, but <laughs> for some reason. I did remind Randy of that Polaris recently. <laughs> He's like, oh, I forgot about that. You know, I'm like, I feel like we've been through a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. So, hockey tournament. We got our ass kicked. We finally won a game. Remember that dad I told you who was clapping at us when mm-hmm. your kids won he, the game? Mm-hmm. What I mean, what a fucking douche right mm-hmm. seriously a dick move so we lost all of our games except for one and the one game we won that dad was there it was a colorado team so they had come to dallas for a tournament and i had no idea they were a colorado team mm-hmm. so we're in colorado playing at the air force academy which i find to be sacred to be able to play at the air force academy yeah it's cool if you've ever been there if you've never been there it's it's in an impressive place so we're playing there i see the dad and we beat them and i just so badly wanted to go up to him and clap in his and face. clap in his face i did I, yeah, yep i didn't I didn't, but we we ended up winning, and then you took they, the high road, but you totally could have. That's I know. What, I there's took a the, level of satisfaction right. in knowing that you could have. Right. I guess I'll take that level of satisfaction, and I wanted to so badly, but you know, I did take a picture of him. <laughs> that's that's still not so contemplating bad. Po- posting it. So these boys, they so the next day they got to play for th- fourth or third place. So big deal, you know, nobody cares, but it's just the fact they got to play another game, and the team they were playing beat them seven to three. So I'm like, we're gonna get our ass kicked. And sure enough, 
sheer heart and tenacity won. And I got I got to give those boys a lot of credit. When you know the odds are stacked against you and you still beat the team out of sheer heart, I'm really impressed by these boys. So does it matter? I'm not in this all, you know, we play, I pay a lot of money for my son to play travel hockey, a lot. And I, I don't care about the wins. I really don't. And some of the parents are so obsessed because we lost all the first games and there's, okay. You're so more about the experience? I'm more about the experience and, and what you gain from it. Because Robert's not going to the NHL. <laughs> He's not, you know, he, he, he is. He's a smart player. He's good, but he's not. He's he's just where he is. You yes, know? Robert. If you're listening, I wasn't laughing. Suggesting you couldn't do it. I was just laughing at your mom. Yeah, right. She's laughing at me. Right. So, um, but the point is, is like we we need to understand that our kids, the odds of them making the pros are like, yeah, point zero 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 one. No matter what, your odds are pretty. Yeah, I, for that. I, I, I'm not expecting this. Mm-hmm. All I'm expecting is for him to join the beer drinking league with me when he turns eighteen. Mm-hmm. That's all. <laughs> but some of these parents are so serious, and I'm like, come on. You don't need to be this serious. It's supposed well, to be fun. We paid a lot of money. Well, so did I. Yeah, but it's not about you. I mean, really. It, it's, it's a, uh, is it a... It's not about wait, the parents, right? Wait, no, it's about their ego. Is it not? It has to be. It has to be about why their ego. Why else would they care so much? Because, you know, this is why... And, and I see parents get really upset. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> parents, if your kids play travel hockey or travel whatever or you pay money for it... Any like kind of select sport, it, it yeah. doesn't matter i'm just i'm just grateful that my kids get to do it i'm grateful i got to go to colorado and hang in the snow with my son and guess what i'm holding in my hand right now yeah i, I happen to know what that is what is that well you can't see it on the screen because all i see i'm is not trying to be judgmental but it looks like a very small athletic supporter all i see is <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's like a kid i'm not saying it's not like a grown man's athletic supporter so that wouldn't Ro- fit my junk god love robert mom i need a new cup <laughs> this is a, an actual conversation I have with my son. I need a new cup. It's too small. You know, I've grown. And I'm like, Ugh. I, I don't want to have this conversation with you. I get we outgrow all of our stuff. Yeah. Just tell me, go, Mom, I need new gear. He's don't, proud of it. Don't, don't tell me how you've <laughs> outgrown your cup. See this thing? <laughs> That's a little, yeah. I know. I love, I, I do. I love Robert to death. God, he's such an asshole. Looks like it would hold a baby carrot and two kidney beans. <laughs> I won't tell Robert he said that. <laughs> well, it's from his, his younger news, years, right? He's so, it. He's yeah, it. So, he's like, what mother would bring a cup to her podcast? Oh, I know. And now something that's been on someone's balls is sitting on my desk. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think this is a good Never seg- a dull moment on is one this not a, I know, Never a dull moment. I think this is a good segue. Oh, oh, no, wait. I got some interesting news this week. I love the look on your face. I wish people could see the look, the eyes. Your brown I really eyes never know what you're going to say because sometimes you tell me things before and sometimes it's a genuine surprise. So I'm like, is he talking about this? Is she talking about that? I never really know exactly what it's going to be. So I try to prepare I, myself. I try not sometimes to I'm like, oh God, stuff. this could be something that she said she couldn't talk about in the air. Now she's going to do it anyway or it could be something that, you know, I never so, know what I'm going to get. Two years ago, Randy gives me accidentally, I want to fucking kill him. Such a man. Men are so stupid. God love them. They're good for one thing. Yeah, what are you going to do? So he gives me this ancestry dna kit and and he only give, gave it to me because he ordered an extra one on accident and he goes here merry christmas i go that yeah. you cannot give a gift didn't want to go to the trouble to send it back and he's like i'll re-gift this i'll yeah. just give it to one he wants yeah. to find out if i'm for sure a white person i don't know he, <laughs> he's just an asshole so i take the test and we can finally settle that behold, debate. i am as white as they come and i'm from britain europe whatever it's, it's all i expected uh 
So, my aunt calls me the other day and says, oh, hey, uh, I never told you this, but uh, my dad was adopted. So, my main name is Labounty, mm-hmm. and if he was adopted, he's not a Labounty. He was from another right. Not a family blood right? connection. Yeah. So, no, no. I'm blood to my grandfather, obviously. Right, but he's but not to, to the Labounties. But to the Labounties, right. he's not. So, and my whole life, I've been a Labounty. That's what I, I've always thought I was a French sex goddess. <laughs> okay, not really, I'm not a sex goddess. <laughs> but you know how they, we think of French women. Yeah. So, turns out, he, she, through the Ancestry DNA, I, I see all these relatives on there. I have no idea who they are because... I didn't know my grandfather was adopted. So, of course, all these people I'm seeing are from his biological family. Yeah. So, you definitely got Randy's accidental money's worth out of it. Yeah, <laughs> I did actually. Yes, Randy's. Yes, right. His $60. Thank you, honey. So, turns out uh, I am 29% Italian. Oh, that's cool. I had no idea. I thought it was. I could see that. You Western kind of have an European. olive skin thing going on. So, Kim, you know, my crazy friend, Kim Gallon, she sure. says, well, that makes sense why you're such a loudmouth, Wanda. <laughs> but you're a good cook, too. Yeah, yeah. So your whole life, you're thinking you're one thing, and you're not. What do you do? I don't know. I guess it depends on how drastic the new information is. It's fascinating to me how this ancestry DNA can really alter lives. Big time. You know, people finding their fathers or people, you know, finding long lost relatives or um, cousins I didn't know I was related to. I mean, like, it's kind of blowing me away. Yeah. I mean, do I, I mean, I guess maybe at this point is ignorant bliss. Yes, I'm going to have to say so. Well, no, sometimes it's fun, I guess. But is it worth finding out something that could be heavily weigh on you? Then I I don't know. Okay, you're giving me the pinky penis. Tell oh, me yeah, that yeah, bait. Yeah. I'm Wanta Means. Thank you for listening to One Blunt Woman. When I come back, I will do my weekly pedophile report, also known as my MVP report, most vile pervert, although it's a really good one this time. Make it some good headway with the state of Texas. I'm Wanta Means. You're listening to One Blunt Woman. I'm the author of my book, The Shelf Life of a Secret. Oh, do you want to hear my uh, MVP report? Oh, you know I look forward to it every week. Or, oh wait, I forgot to tell you one more story about Robert. No, right. I'm not going to. Do you know what motor? I sure those make good clips. Do you know what motorboating is? Yeah, of course. It's like sticking your head in a chick's cans and like, you know. Yeah, well, he got decked by a girl playing hockey and she was like my size. He motorboated a girl? Well, she decked him, but in the moment that he decked that she decked him because she's twice his size, his his head was literally in her oh, oh, I right see. hair. <laughs> and so he comes out and he says, Oh mom, did you see me motorboat that girl? I'm like, I don't even know what that means. But thank you for <laughs> clarifying because now my twelve year old son knows yeah, what cool. that means. I know. I'm like, where do you come up with this shit? 
So last week, a bunch of my friends who listen, and thank you for all my friends who listen and people that don't know listen, they said, Wanda, your last podcast was so serious. And I said, oh. It was. I was like, oh, because we were talking about the, all those amazing TEDx speakers, which you can find. They will ultimately be on TEDx because most people reach out to me and says, where can we find them? They will be on TEDx. Remember, clarity of purpose, so important. Good God, we all need clarity of purpose. So... um, I think I struck a chord with some of those people when I talk about, you know, inconvenient truths and whatnot. So this, yeah. this, this episode, I'm not going to be so serious. I'm going to talk about, um, oh, wait, yeah, I am. I can't be. I don't know. You know, my ADD is so bad. Top 10 conspiracy theories. Do you know what they are? Conspiracy theories? Like just... F- like JFK. 9-11. Landing on the moon. 9-11. Have you heard the, the Paul McCartney conspiracy theory? That he actually died? That he died in the 60s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that You've one. heard that one? I've <laughs> yeah. never heard that. You've never heard that? When I they, know. When they faked his, or he had the false reports of his death or whatever, and yeah, yeah. some people say that he actually died and was replaced. Same with Avril Lavigne. Oh, I didn't hear she died they too. They say she's a fake and that she's been replaced. Interesting. Yep. So, um, or uh, landing on the moon, Buzz Aldrin apparently, at 72-year-olds, hit a guy in the face. Because he said, you never walked on the moon. Y'all made that up. I don't blame him for hitting somebody in the face. But apparently there's rock. That's from, a pretty... They, they actually brought back rock, you know. Of course. You know, show it's, and tell. It's retarded you know, they to think that it's rock. not real. Yeah. So did they, did they or did they not? I don't know. So I, I, I'm not going to talk about that. I just was entertained by those 10 conspiracy theories. I woke up in the middle of the night last night going, what can I talk about today? Flat Earth, is that on there? I guess it's not a conspiracy. Good God. Flat Seriously? Earth, yeah, I don't get that shit. I don't get that either. Every astronaut ever lied. I mean, isn't that what that would mean? But how can you all lie? <laughs> yeah. I mean, usually, don't they have these like torture tests that get you to tell the truth ultimately? Yeah, I think of and, and astronauts as people of you know intense you know, moral fiber and intelligence right. and things like that. So I, I, I mean, essentially, they're scientists. One of the dads this weekend at the hockey tournament, he's an atheist and he's a scientist, and it was so fun messing with him because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not atheist. I'm really not. I, I do believe there's something something somewhere I don't know and so we made it to the um, airport on time we were running a little late and I looked at him and I said I prayed to Jesus and he got us here <laughs> he goes shut up Wanda <laughs> <laughs> he didn't think that was funny he's like, he's like why are you always messing <laughs> he with knew me? you were poking fun because he knew I was poking fun because yeah. I don't really pray to it. Oh, I'm not a prayer sorry although with my other friends Kathy she's a big um, she's a Catholic I get it you know you, you have your beliefs it's okay I just I'm not that person I'm a prayer I know you are. I told her, so I sat next to her on the plane. I told her, I said, listen, I am not a prayer except when I take off. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only wrong, time I've like, ever, God, get me through this. So maybe I am. Who knows? Anyways, so most vile re- pedophile report. Other than the men. Vile pervert. What did I say? Pedophile. Pervert, right. We, we widened the net. We widened the net. So, okay. This is not really about, you know, someone sticking his dick where it doesn't belong because, uh, well, that's every week. I mean, that's every day. That's every hour. Stephanie Holland, she's a friend of mine. I believe she had a podcast with you. Absolutely. She's an attorney. Yes, and we, lovely woman. We are, a, a woman uh, reached out to me and said, Wanda, we want to change the laws. Do you know anyone? And I said, yes, I, I have a good friend. Her name is Stephanie. Um, we want to change the laws on uh, the amount of time that pedophiles are in prison. So we did a bunch of research, and Stephanie rewrote, and I'm going to have her on the show next show, uh, rewrote, um, we're making a presentation to Victoria Neve. She's a legislator in the Texas state uh, legislature. And you can get 5 to 99 
for a first degree felony with a child. Yeah. Unless the child is five years or younger, then you get and a then, minimum of 25. Gotcha. So if your child's six years old, some judge could just put him in for five, five years. years. I know, right? Okay. So we, Stephanie and I sat down, we had several meetings, and she worked her ass off. She met with, um, the uh, people of Victoria Neve's office trying to get them to present a bill to change the law in the state of Texas. I'm uber proud of her. I mean, we she worked her ass off. But for me, I want the laws changed. Because if you're six, if you're seven, if you're eight, whatever the number is, some guy shouldn't just get five years and then go, okay, he's out of jail. Yeah, he's good. Let's just put him amongst yeah. the general population. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so... Stephanie and I worked on this for quite a bit, and she also wants to change the sex registry. So when you get out of prison and you have to register as a sex offender, it's mandatory. But just because it's mandatory, does it, does it mean they actually do it? I've always wondered about that myself. So, no, they don't. So How do you get away with not doing that, though? So it's not that she, strictly regulated? She went through and rewrote that whole damn thing. I love that. And it says, you, I'm sorry, you can't get out until you, I'm sorry, uh, actually sign the registry, say right. where you are, because they don't. But what sick fuck is going to raise his hand and go, hey. I did it, yeah. I am a pervert. I'm the guy. And I'm going to go move by your child's middle school, and I am going to. Yeah, see you at baseball practice. Yes. <laughs> sorry. I hate to say it, but I mean, it's funny. It's not funny. It's not funny, sorry. Kevin. But I get the humor behind it. Uh. It's it's only funny if it doesn't happen. You know, there's a fine line between right, right, right. And yes, right. exactly. So I'm not uh, at all trying to make light of something that's. No, I, I get it, but I, I do want to like. So what we're saying is ultimately what we would like, and you tell me if you think this is a good idea. You're up for your uh, parole, and you're getting out of prison after your 25 years after fucking a five year old. Yeah, you, and you have a choice. Okay. You can go back into the general population because you've served your 25 years, but guess what? You're still a fucking pedophile because you know. It's a sexuality. It doesn't really change. Um, or you can stay in prison. But if you get out, then you have to wear a monitor, like let's say like an ankle bracelet that alerts people to everywhere you are. There's a All right, see, pedophile that kind of made, I get that. right by you. Yeah. There's a pedophile within 10 feet of you. I mean, I, I know that kind of brings up a whole paranoia type Like my thing. Apple Watch goes off and I look down and yeah. it <laughs> And it says, and, you know, and you're looking around it's going, like fucking where's Waldo? I mean, to- yeah, okay. But ultimately, would that be nice to know that, and not just a guy that, not a 18-year-old that slept with his 15-year-old girlfriend, not that kind of thing. No, 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 no. The kind that's that 15-year-old Predator of children fuck fucking, yeah, who yeah, yeah, is yeah, a yeah, repeat yeah. offender yep. who just is sick. Like that guy. I personally, if I was at the zoo with my kids, I would want to know. I would. Wouldn't you want to know? Yeah. I mean, I know you're getting married in two weeks. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Don't do it. Three weeks from today. I'm just kidding. Don't do it. (laughs) Three or two? Uh, Three. Three weeks from today. So, no. Like, and you have kids. Like, you become ultra protective the second you have children. Although my parents did it. I think there's something wrong with my parents. How do you not protect your children? I don't know. Because there's plenty of people I, I out there who don't. I think that's very rare. Yeah. Is there? I mean, is that... That can't be common. No, I just... I think there's an innate, instinctual... Um, nothing about me is common. Predetermination to want to protect your children. I agree. If anyone touched my children, where you know what I'd say. So, 
I, I think so. So Stephanie has presented this. She met, she went to Austin last week and made the presentation. And hopefully in the next few weeks, we will be testifying in front of um, the state legislature. I love it. It's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to have her on the next show where we're going to talk more in depth about the changes that she's made. She that, gets things that done. That we're addressing. I mean, she does get things done. Definitely. I'm impressed. Okay, so I know we get so serious, so I thought we'd lighten yeah, it up. Yeah, lighten it up. Uh, you want to lighten it up? We're running out of time. Let's lighten up for the last five minutes. How many words are... Guess how many words are in the English language? Uh, six million. Wow, that's a pretty good guess. Really? Seven million? 171,000. But Really? I Well, that's... You know, you were close. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... There, okay, there are 40 words that... I was reading about today that really entertained me about that did not exist 40 years ago. All right. Get, get any guesses? Photobomb. 40 years ago? Yeah. Just in the past four. In my lifetime. In your lifetime. So when we started out in the world. What about taint? Has that word been around the whole time? Uh, it wasn't on my list, but I get it. So, like, <laughs> words like emoji. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's a for sure. Give them, yeah. Blog. Selfie. Podcast selfie. Podcast. Yes, all That's these a great podcasts. It's a great word. Uh, FOMO, you know, going postal. It's Does that, FOMO count even though it's an acronym? Like YOLO? Well, no, it, YOLO, right. Uh, but it, on the list that I read, it counted. But, you know, fear missing out, of course. Uh, infomercial, a foodie. You know, he's lit. Uh, inbox. Yeah. These words that we look at every single yeah. day makes us realize that. They weren't here when I was a kid. Yeah. Not at all. Totally. So then you look at the slang back in the day, like you're cruising for a bruisin, you know, that kind of stuff that's no longer <laughs> said anymore. Yeah. You know? Do you far ever out, see dude. It? Far out, yeah. Right. <laughs> He's right, dude. Um, so what, so do these, the, my um, little fan club that's listening, you know, those, all those Highland Park high school girls, I want them to know that all these words were not around when I was a child. That it's so normal to them. And selfie, of course, is like... Huge. Huge. And photobomb. But I love all these words. And for us, it's everyday language. I'm fascinated by it. It's one of those things you don't really think about. I do think we should add one word to the word that wasn't used 40 years ago. And that is step cunster. <laughs> that is my word. I made it up. It sounds like a combination of a couple things. It is. Yeah. It's the wife of your father. You can't decide if oh. she wants to be a monster or a cunt. So she's both. <laughs> Step cunt. Either way, she's not. Yeah, yeah, there's not really a good pick there. I mean, I don't have any, you know, my own experience, you know, to make this judge. Oh, yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But you can't relate it anyway. I can't relate. Anyway. No. No. So let's add this word to the 40 words that didn't exist 40 years ago. Step cunster. Can that be the name of this episode? <laughs> <laughs> Works for me, Kevin. <laughs> Who's your step gunster? <laughs> I'm Wanda Means. I am the author of my book, The Shelf Life of a Secret, and my blog, Jesus Divorced and Over 40, and I'm going to leave you with two things before I leave today. A good woman is hard to find, easy to lose, and impossible to replace. And sometimes saying anything is the best answer because silence can never be misquoted. Thank you for listening to One Blunt Woman. Thank you.